Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This is Optimal Relationships Daily, episode 1758, Learning How to Punish My Son, by Kamiko of TheBudgetMom.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another parenting episode here on ORD with me, Greg Audino. This time, we'll be hearing from Kamiko again, who writes predominantly about finance, uh, but also about motherhood. And this article is all about her journey to learn exactly when and how to implement punishments on her son, as well as why she feels it's important to do so. So let's get right to it and start optimizing your life. Learning How to Punish My Son by Kamiko of TheBudgetMom.com I've always struggled with this topic from the moment my son was born. When my son was a baby, The thought of letting him cry it out when I put him to bed broke my heart. I learned early on that I was not that mom. I was the mom who rocked her son to sleep, regardless of how long it took. I was the type of mom that sat outside his room when he was a year old, listening for any sound that indicated he needed me. But as time went on and my son grew up, I found myself being more open to the thought of letting my son cry. I've always struggled with discipline when it comes to my beautiful son, James. Even when I knew I should punish my son, I still caved and showed him love and patience. When I should have sent him to his room for backtalking, I always found myself going in his room a minute later to tell him I love him. Part of this was due to me feeling guilty, but mostly it was just because I didn't want to see my precious son cry. I hear all the time from people who don't have kids say, if I had a son and he did this or that, I would spank his butt or send him to his room. For me, This is so much harder said than done. It's one of those things that is necessary, but that doesn't make it any easier. My son is almost four years old, and I still don't believe in spanking, and I never will. A lot of people will disagree with me, and in fact, it's something that my husband and I sometimes disagree on. There's no right way to punish your child. There's no right way to be a parent. You can only be the best parent you can be. There are some great things I've learned that seem to work with my son, though. The bad stare. Whenever my son does something that he's not supposed to, such as talking back, not listening, or saying disrespectful things, I tell him to go sit on the bad stair. What is the bad stair? This is the bottom step on the staircase that leads up to our attic loft. My son sits on the stair and faces the wall until I tell him to get up. This might not seem like a very powerful tool to punish your child, but James seems to react really well to it. Taking things away. It's always amazing how dependent kids these days are on electronics. My son is no exception. He can navigate my iPad better than I can. 
He knows where his games are and how to navigate his favorite apps. The iPad is his favorite thing in the world. When my son needs to be punished, he loses the iPad for an entire day. I will usually give him a warning. I say things like, James, I'm not going to tell you again. One more time, and you lose the iPad. He learns quickly that to keep his privileges, he must behave. The Secret of the Whisper The number one thing I have learned that is the most successful with my son is the power of the whisper. When I was trying to figure out and navigate this whole punishing business, I found myself yelling a lot. My son would be in the living room, and I would be in the kitchen. I would yell across the room, James, stop it! Or, James, knock it off! I would never get a reaction from him. I found that if I took the time to actually sit down with my son, talk gently and quietly, he would react to my requests. For this to work, you have to be sitting next to your child, looking right into their eyes. Start a conversation with them. I say things like, James, it really makes mom upset when you do this or that. Or, do you know why what you were doing is wrong? Screaming my request wasn't working, so I switched to quiet conversations with my son. Through all of this, I've realized that punishing my son is something I had to learn as a parent. It did not come naturally. There are so many things we must teach our children, but to me, the number one thing I want my son to know is how much I love him. Through all of this, I have learned that punishing my son is out of love. Whether it's to keep them safe or to protect them, we do it because we love them. All you can do is be the best parent you can. That's all they need. You just listened to the post titled, Learning How to Punish My Son, by Kamiko of TheBudgetMom.com. And thanks a lot to Kamiko for this one, another post that really helps us release the idea of being married to one version of parenting or another. Parenting is, of course, difficult in that uh, things always seem to be hectic at one point or another, making us question ourselves and our abilities, regardless of how well prepared we thought we were. It's hard to deal with the mistakes, but it's through making mistakes that we get to the core of what Kamiko is talking about. And that is what works specifically for you and your child. Finding your own right way of parenting. And should that feel as though it's taking too long or that the mistakes are truly happening more often than you could have expected, then we might go right back to one of Kamiko's closing remarks to help us through. We go through all of these trials and tribulations out of love for our children. All of our actions are rooted in that love. And you wouldn't be stressing or falling and getting back up again if love wasn't there. So the mistakes are a byproduct of love, just like the successes are. Something to keep in mind, parents, and something to keep you motivated as well, hopefully. Okay, and that's going to bring us to the end for today, everyone. Thanks a lot for being here and listening through both parenting posts this week. I hope you're feeling more prepared for some child wrangling this weekend, and that you will still make time to tune in for ORD, because we are here every day, as you know. So I'll see you tomorrow with another post where your optimal life awaits.